0: Creativity for the society is brilliant. the, the process, process podcast. That's rad. It's the process podcast, episode 271. Mm. On today, the probably the rainiest day of the year i'm gonna say
1: so what today's supposed to be uh
0: i don't think it's necessarily the rainiest day i'm not sure i just realized you can't see my eyes and the mm. eyes are the window to the soul there we go mm. that's better um but i think today and tomorrow we're basically getting a, like a month's worth of rain in a two-day period
1: it's gonna say cause it's still raining tomorrow right
0: Oh, yeah, it's not going to stop. See, it's funny because
1: it says, yeah, rain Thursday. And then when I go through on the weather app, once it hits nine in the morning tomorrow, it doesn't say any rain until maybe 3 p.m.
0: That better not be true.
1: But I hope it rains constantly for the next like three weeks.
0: Honestly, if it was like this Monday to Friday and then I could have weekends, nice weather, go out on a paddleboard or mm-hmm. something, I'd be super stoked. I did so much work today, just I was very focused. And I think part of it was because there was no other choice. Stuff had to get done. Mm. But I also think that the weather had something to do with it. I yeah. confidently believe that the, albeit crappy weather, even though I loved it, made me more productive in a weird way. Yeah. I don't necessarily know why but maybe so because it's so do. cold and so rainy that there's nothing else to do. There's not the feeling of having to go out and do something else.
1: There's a funny part in one of the, um, grand tour episodes mm-hmm. where they're in, they're in Scotland. I think it was the first season where they like every episode was in a different location, right? They'd move the tent around. Oh, wow! they did it. Oh, so goodness. it was different like a different locations around the world. Yeah. That's why they stopped the first season because it was <laughs> too much of a, fucking organizational and you know
0: that's a logistic night
1: that i was wearing the logistical night um but anyways the one one episode they were in scotland or one or two of the episodes they're in scotland and like the first one they were talking at the beginning jeremy's like you know on the screen at a list of like you know the world's contributions like countries Mm -hmm. so it's like you know what did like England, they invented the like their biggest contributions to the world. So it was like you know England okay, right. invented the computer. uh It was like America, Germany was the car, America right. was something whatever. And it was like they're making for France because it was like pencil sharpener or something. And then they were like, I
0: mean, to to be fair, not a bad invention.
1: No, not at all. um Then they had a list of Scotland, and it was like okay tiny fine print on a screen and there was like hundreds i not just really? little things of like huge things that they were the ones that invented some scottish person invented it and jeremy's really? yeah they're like and jeremy's saying not that i doubt the scottish but no his theory was you know he's like if you live like you know a nice part of the world you're like oh it's nice out i'm gonna go out and do something and i a look. Uh, mm. right and he's like in scotland you look outside it's fucking raining every day he's like oh, i'm gonna go to the shed and invent something Cause okay, there's nothing else to do. You got a fair point. There. You got a fair so you're point. you're going to do something cuz it's like, well, can't go outside what else and 10 or something. It's just like I'm going to go make something. Huh.
0: See, I thought about that. Like one of my friends is in like he's in school and in training to be a firefighter. Right. And I guess with with your like volunteer your early before you're an official firefighter, I guess you have to do some It's like volunteer time, but you're paid, but you're paid in credits towards this education thing. Yeah. Um, And he was, uh, my friend was saying that he, like, if he wanted to, he could go to another part of the world to do firefighting and like get that same experience. Like think of it like an internship or something like that. like volunteer experience. Um, And he was talking about Australia and I was like, dude, if you go, I'll move with you and we'll split rent. It'll be mega affordable at that point, like more affordable than it would be to live alone and just do that for a year, right? We'd still be able to do this. It would be weird times. We'd still be able to do it though. Yeah. Because we're amazing. Um, And I thought about it and I was thinking about it for like a couple of days and thought, uh, you know what? If I was back in like my home city, I was back in Melbourne. So maybe Maybe we live in St. Kilda, close enough to the city for firefighting reasons but also far enough that you get a bit of that like you're a bit outside of the city mm. it's not super bustly um but St. Kild is great you're right by the beach and I thought oh yeah I'd be so productive because I would wake up and I would like go to the beach and I'd get on on a paddleboard or something and I'd paddleboard in the bay in the morning and
1: fight off a and shark then I'd
0: fight off sharks All I'd right. attack jellyfish um I'd scoop up cone shells and like give them to the hot chicks on the beach and they'd be like, oh my gosh. And then they'd get stung by it and then I would laugh at right. their stupidity. That would be rude. Yeah, a very like 12-year-old um, thing to do. Yeah, it is a very 12-year-old thing. You can die from a cone fish or, or a cone shell. Tiny little shell, right? Not yeah. tiny, like the size of your hand. It's got a little like proboscis tube that comes out the end of it. Yeah. And it's basically a stinger. Right. And it just jabs you with it. like, And I, I believe anyways, from my limited knowledge, um like one dose is enough to fatally just
1: to fatally of course let's it's say Australia, fatally kill. It kill you of course you got a fair point to fatally kill you yeah <laughs>
0: fatally kill you it's like
1: to kill, kill kill you, you to death i'm gonna yeah. kill you to death yeah
0: um right. and then i'd like like go go to a cafe and get a coffee and then i'd come back and would, our
1: coffee and
0: 450 but same difference yeah translates it's the tra- same as starbucks a, honestly anyways it's the same as starbucks Um, and then I would like go back home and I would open up my laptop and I would, you get that, the feeling of sitting at a table, working productively with a coffee, Mm -hmm. knowing you're in like a cool place. Then I, then the more I thought about it, I would be want, I would be wanting to do stuff so much that I would probably rush my work and Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be done very well. Or I would be spending so much time outside doing other stuff that no work would actually get done. I'm sure, but I also don't know. Done. I'm sure I'm, I'm I think I think there's a lot of projection there, but I would be uh, I'd be open to try. That'd Be cool. There was a there was a ah, what's it called when the ground shakes? Earthquake. earthquake. <laughs> there was an earthquake there today. Sure. Oh really? Yeah.
1: A bad one or. A more minor it one. was six
0: six point magnitude oh, earthquake in Mansfield, legit. um, and I never visited Mansfield. I took a bus through Mansfield, um, when I was there. It's like east of the city. Like if if Toronto was downtown Melbourne, then it'd be uh kind of like Bowmanville area. Do right. you know where that is?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we went for like, the racetrack with Subulit. Weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Most part that's yeah, Bowmanville, totally or just north, or just north of Bowmanville. It's or it's in the area. I think it's classed as Bowmanville. It's around there. Yeah. There's not
0: much else around there anyway. So,
1: um, but yeah, and
0: that, so I texted the my friend Georgia who lives there, who sent all the Vegemite over, mm. and I said I asked her. I was like, "Would like was the earthquake bad? Like, did you guys feel any of the earthquake? Like, I just heard about it on the news." She goes, "Yeah, well." the house was just shaking a little bit and like things fell down but she seemed so like not concerned because
1: yeah, they're not because they like constantly like drop kick poisonous snakes and fucking sandals every day so they're not like that doesn't scare them
0: that's true pretty pretty hard you know you just said uh, you
1: took a bus through mansfield what city buses yes. do they have in australia what are they like uh what do you mean city buses like what, what, what bus did you take? Like? Did you take like a like a city bus, like a public transport? Uh, when bus? I went
0: through Mansfield, I had taken a I had taken a public transit bus, which is similar enough to the TTC that we have but here. Like the buses
1: the outside, they look the same? Same type of bus? Mm.
0: Same general architecture. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if it's like Nicer though. Nicer. Well, of
1: course. I'm sure it would be nicer.
0: Do you ever see the YRT buses, YRT uh, buses.
1: Uh, around Humber?
0: It's like blue and white. Yeah, yeah, they're the York Region. They're the York Region Transit buses, and they're they're different than the TTC buses. Um, but the ones that I would take, which was, uh,
1: aren't those ones a little more similar to like almost coaches? Yeah, in a way, like more of a more coach of a coach vibe. than like a what i would think of as a public transport
0: yes bus. yes i was just wondering it's like you know um, like
1: different places or different buses
0: yeah that's and true i was
1: thinking i was like i wonder like it's true i've never obviously never been to australia but i've never really noticed like would they have like a bus like a you know a british empire type bus where it's fucking double-decker and then i realized like england's like the only fucking place that has those
0: yeah unfortunately I wish no they were they were similar enough, but the interior was a lot nicer. It was a lot nicer um, green smart. is there like a lime green is their color scheme Oh um cool. for uh I don't remember what the transit loop like what the transit name is it's not it's it, I think it's VRT which is Vic Roads Transit but i don't think that's correct for some reason um, but anyways i took a public transit bus out to like the final stop on that line and then got on a coach bus
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is and the there's a lot of the coach buses that do a lot of the touristy routes yeah and they'll pick people up from uh a train station like a a train stop or the end of the line on a bus stop but I from how I would travel and how I would have to travel, not having a car most seems like most bus stops for public transit ended up, you ended up on like a private, it's not a privatized bus cause it's still operating the same transit route, but there was a coach bus mm-hmm. or similar thing to get there. There was one, uh, when I went to a place called Hall's gap, mm-hmm. And took a train, took a transit bus, and then took a coach bus, and then got on some like rickety old, I don't even remember what the bus was, but it was, it was not a bus. It was a bus unlike any that I had seen before. And I don't think this thing had working suspension at all. Nice. um, Because there was every single like pebble. In the asphalt, you felt inside the car, inside the bus. Um, That's kind of it. But that was an interesting notion where I expected to be getting into, like when I would would take transit, I would expect to get into a bus that looks almost exactly like a TTC bus. Because that's like all I've ever known Mm -hmm. and all I've ever been experienced to. And then to see that it was different, I was like, whoa, it's so much better. It's so much nicer. This, that, and the other. And then now, then I got used to it. And then I came home and I was like, oh, this, the TTC buses are so different. And then I got used to those again. Yeah. So it was different. I, was, I do have photos of um, the inside of some of these buses. Um, Melbourne Transit. Mel Byron. It really doesn't
1: surprise me that it's cleaner than a Toronto
0: bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were nice. They were very Anything, nice.
1: Everything's cleaner than a above.
0: Let's see. What is it called? What is it called? There's a lot. There's a lot more transit options hmm. in Melbourne than there is in Toronto. You think there's a lot in Toronto? But like you, I could go to. Uh, what's it called? King's Southern Cross Station and go almost anywhere in the state from there via train, bus or train. Yeah. Almost anywhere, like to the border if I wanted to. Um it's obviously not really practical. Doesn't really make a lot of sense, yeah. but uh yeah, Melbourne has, has the second highest rate of public transport usage among Australian capital cities. Um Fifty five hundred sixty five million passenger trips were made in the Melbourne metropolitan public transport network. That's a lot. That is a lot, and they've got trams like streetcars.
1: Well, I mean, proper trams.
0: But these ones look cooler, right? Okay, some of them are like still like old school, right? Oh, that's cool. Like old timey. Like when you
1: think of like San Francisco
0: yes yeah yes exactly like wooden on the outside and Mm -hmm. like the dark green that they used to just paint all types of metal but Mm -hmm. like forest hunter green is that similar to british racing green
1: no british racing greens darker and usually like it's metallic right that's true that's true but it's i don't know if i I don't know metallic's right word but it's definitely like a more glossy
0: it's got a flake i think it's, i think
1: a little bit uh, just, it's a, def- just a touch I mean, of flake i guess actually i guess it is kind of similar but it's not just like a similar flat enough. you know finished like it's a glossy yeah yeah like there 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 are
0: new trams there that i saw however i i just like the look of these old trams those old time things and the idea of just getting on one tapping it with a digital card mm-hmm. your my key pass just tap it just boop you get on you rock and roll you do your thing that's helps set the vibe i think it's a big vibe. See, you
1: know you, you could say actually it's pretty similar to Bruce, 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 Bruce.
0: similar enough you're just doing a I was quick just little, doing a little check
1: i don't know how well it'll go on camera but oh yeah you know it's Green similar it enough. It kinda of changes. Think. I don't know if there's like a set you know, copyrighted code of like, yeah, this mm. is British Racing Green, or like I'm sure different companies have their little iteration, right? Of, yeah, that's true. This is our British Racing Green, or this is our British Racing Green. Whatever, you know.
0: Everyone has their own version of it, kind of a thing, like toilet paper. Right. Different different companies make different types of toilet paper or the weave pattern on it is different. It's still the same thing. It's used to wipe your ass, but right, you know. Imagine that's your job, though. Like that's that's a that's a someone out there designs
1: toilet paper, designing the the new pattern weave on the new cashmere yeah. toilet paper roll. Yeah,
0: you show up to the office on a on a Tuesday, and you know you go into Adobe Illustrator and you create a radial array, and then yeah. uh, export that on an artboard so that it repeats and then uh you go home and you come back a year later and you do the same thing
1: yeah or just a even better idea pull a two people's names should not be named will not be named pull pull a, pull a them and oh. just grab a pattern off online somewhere and use that
0: exists? yeah oh I know just do that that makes sense shady
1: and then win like second place in a mm project and get money <laughs> now for now you've it. given it away get, get paid for it to those that know do that that's easier yeah. that's true i look at
0: stuff like that though and yeah it's it's weird that instances like that the group wins an award or whatever but and i think that was like the mentality that i would find myself getting caught up in it th- and i think quite a few of us getting caught up in of, oh like we need to win kind of a thing that winning would determine whether or not the product was or was not successful and to an extent yeah. yes that is true um but it's i look at it now trying to look at it now from a portfolio perspective like if i put that in my portfolio what does that say about me if i put a project like that speaking to their specific project not the one that i did as a portfolio piece it would just be weird like none none of it would make sense you know it'd also be on because
1: so, you took another design that's already existing it would right.
0: also be like very telling. But you know
1: that's that's just my opinion
0: that's just how it goes oh i i echo your sentiment completely. <laughs> i completely echo that but i don't right now looking at it anyways i don't I don't really care as much as I used to
1: back then. I don't think. Yeah. No, in the moment it was like, a, "What? Yeah. this is blasphemy. Yeah, this is bullshit.
0: But this is a crime against humanity." Care less. I just thought but I just thought it was like,
1: funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, you look at that all through. Like, you look at that in even in the third year too with the Umbra project and certain people that won a particular place in that contest like mm. Evan, who won first completely deserved every single part of that same thing with one of the other ones that that won an award it was weird different but it got the job done and it did it in such an interesting way that you're like i kind of want to just play with that thing and then there's other ones that like put a box on the wall and call it revolutionary and then yeah. they're like oh this is amazing right which is and i've spoken to people involved in the decision-making process of that and it seems like it was kind of a majority didn't think it was worth much and then the highest paid person in the room does yeah for whatever reason because they know that it's a money maker yeah it could be because it's so dirt simple yeah and I was talking with, um, this is totally off topic. Um, do you remember the group that tied with my group in, uh, just without naming names, but the group that tied with my group for the gracious living project with the injection molding stuff. Do you remember their presentation? You know, people got up and they started reading off their phones. And I was talking with, uh, with Noel who used to work there. At gracious living. I'm trying to think. That this is, is a couple weeks with... ago. I'll tell you. Okay, I was gonna say I'm trying. Just to so, remember, so that way we but... keep the keep the names off of it, just in case. But yeah, obviously. It's 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 all a learning experience, and I don't I don't blame them at all. But when they got up and they did their presentation, I remember a, a collective feeling across most people in the room of like an internal cringe of like, why are they doing that? they're so much better than that than what they're doing because everyone just started reading off their phones and like, I get it. People get nervous. It sucks. No one likes public speaking, but I think for speaking in general terms, for most of us, it was like a, Oh no, it sucks that that happened to them and it sucks. They had to resort to that to present, but then it also sucks because they're also representing the rest of us Mm -hmm. collectively. Right. And then it starts to make us look bad um but they do that and then they still walk away with it with it with a with a third place award, right? And then you question yourself, well how did people who present who had a much higher quality presentation from the display perspective of things not win an award compared to something that was presented terribly? Yeah. And you go back to the whole underlying Thing of the entire presentation, and it was cost and profit and the return on the investment, and their return on the investment was like stupid. Yeah, how much money that that product would make, and they taught they spoke about that in the presentation, even if they were reading it off their phones. It was like money. That's for them. That was the only thing that mattered, and that was one thing that Noel told me was. He obviously still remembered that yeah, entire like exchange, that presentation. He oh, was like, the presentation sucked. Like it he didn't say that. But it's what he meant. And I'm paraphrasing, so <laughs> this is not a direct quotation. Gotta be really careful now. I feel like I'm about to get sued. Um but no. it like, the present he the gist of what he was saying was that the presentation was not done to a professional level that one would expect, even from a second year student. Um, But then they still won an award, and he asked me, he was like, do you know why?" And I was like, "Dumb luck," I thought. No. I was like, "No, it was because they showed how you could make money with this thing. That it was that it could be a profitable product. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. If the presentation sucked, the presentation sucked. I'll just get someone else to do it next time if they have to in the future, kind of a thing, right? And I think that goes back to." The same thing with the other people that you're referencing and the people I was referencing. Yeah. Said if it has the potential to make money, even if it looks like garbage, then it probably will.
1: Yeah, I guess it also depends on like the client, right? Yes. Because in that case, yeah, they...
0: Money They really cared about the money. Yeah. They cared only about yeah, the ca- money. They only
1: care about the money. That's why they, all their products... We're designed in like the nineties, and they just haven't changed anything because, like, that's the, that's the.
0: And now they're having to spend millions and millions of dollars retooling everything because everything is ancient.
1: Yeah, and it's like, well, if that's their market, then that's the market. Fuck it, whatever. They all they care about is the that's money. True. Fair enough, but like, if you were to a client that like it was more of an idea thing, you don't sell an mm-hmm. idea by like bringing off your phone you like this yeah. is our idea, this is this how we is make the idea. money back, this is how we're going to get the mold made it's like this is how cheap it can be it's like that's not how you sell an idea right so but i guess i don't know in that situation with that client who were you to say maybe they did it right you know
0: yeah well they did (laughs) they won an award at it so
1: taking a another pattern design from online (laughs) without having to do any work and using an existing 90s laundry basket. Well, hey, that's apparently that's design, so yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. It is, unfortunately. I don't believe it's design, but unfortunately, it passed. It's not its
1: business. It's, that's not design.
0: Mhm. And design and business are separate things. They op- they can operate in the same space, but it's like science and religion where they talk about similar concepts. Yeah but they have a different way of reaching that conclusion. Yeah. I think design and business kind of braid on a on a similar plane in that respect. Yeah. Cuz there's with business there's like your main goal is to make money. But you get design which is a could be a bit more interpretive, leads more towards the artistic side than business traditionally does.
1: That business totally. in the
0: general sense that's where you can get that kind of a skew thing happening, you know, yeah. where you get situations like we had in school where the weird stuff somehow the weird stuff that like, isn't that is not just a blatant copy or a literal box somehow gets away. And you're like, that, that can't be designed.
1: <laughs> but then, yeah, it's I guess that's on the, the business end of the scale. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Which is unfortunate, but... It happens, though, know, I guess, right? Like Grin and bear it. Happens every, all the time. As a design, you'd want to be like, well,
1: you know, oh, yeah, well, how are we going to make... How are we going to make the user's life better? How are we going to inspire them through this product? How are we going to tell the story? And a business mm-hmm. be like, I don't care how long it's going to take to make the money back on the mold. Yeah. It's like, don't you fucking want to care about something? <laughs> It's like no, yeah, I just care about that, the fucking money. And I think
0: there's as a designer it's almost our responsibility to make the client, whomever that client is, whether it's your own boss who is a business-minded person or a freelance client or uh maybe even it's a it's a professor in school. Mm. I think it's as a designer it's our responsibility to make them see that and make them understand why it's important because we know that it's important because that's what we've been that's what we've grown up appreciating and we've operated in that space for so long but they're also coming to the same conclusion from a different path right so there's there's that discrepancy there and I think as a designer it's our it, it can be not necessarily that it is but it can be our responsibility to Show them that added value, and then say, "Okay, yeah, see this right here? It's important. Mm-hmm. I know it seems trivial. I know it seems potentially unnecessary, but you have to trust me as the person who knows more about this field or this particular sector of the field than you. who has more experience in that. That we need to be acknowledging this, or listening to this, or paying attention to this, so that we can." better inform our own Mm -hmm. blah 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 whatever it is whether it's a like product development or color material finish type thing and if they don't listen then that's where you get weird products like the aztec yeah or you get cubes or you get laundry baskets that look exactly the same as the laundry baskets that they currently
1: make stolen patterns from online yeah it's just money. I guess. It makes sense.
0: Yeah, money talks, unfortunately. Money does talk. (sighs) Unfortunately. Um, I did, got an email today from Art Center, and I was going to talk about it today, but I think I'll probably save it for tomorrow, Um, once there's actually an opportunity to read a bit more about it, because I sent a screenshot to the group chat, and it's like, it's many words.
1: It's a lot of words and no pictures, which, between the four of us. Yeah not something yeah, good we luck. really enjoy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Where's the picture? Um
0: but it's it's an online course offered from art center. Um taught by design transportation design faculty and alumni um about um car design. So, I think like I oh, dude, I would love I would love to do it, but there's just there's no way
1: too much on your plate
0: too much on the plate right now so what i want to check out is when they offer it in the future yeah and if it's something that's going to be offered in the future so what i'm when what i may do uh just tomorrow as like a precautionary thing is send them an email because i sent them an email a while back requesting a um what's it called kind of like what we're talking about doing for humber industrial design but kind of like a a lookbook type,
1: thing. yeah, like a little package on like what to expect yeah. and what it's about and more information exactly. on that kind of thing,
0: yeah. Um, and I emailed and they replied back in like two hours, yeah. And it was like a Thursday. Well, they're like potentially no making more money, on <laughs>
1: answer
0: your quick, but then they were like, Yeah, well, we actually can't because you're in Canada and we can only ship, oh, like within the states. Like, we can That's ship so it to stupid. you, but you'd have to be paying for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we
1: actually, as our center, don't have any money, so you're going to have to pay for shipping for, if in order for you to receive this package for you being a potential student to pay us even more money. But you're going to have to pay for the shipping on that because we're a little tight.
0: Yeah, Fuck a little tight. Fucking stupid. A tight in the ass. Um, so stupid. Yeah, I look into that. So I'm going to ask them and see, like, okay, this is running now. I can't do it now. Is there an opportunity for me to do this like in the next year?
1: Yeah, if it's like a semester. I think it would be,
0: yeah, like just looking at it and knowing very, very little about it. From a long-term perspective of looking at where I would like to end up in like 15 years. Oh, dude, I heard a fantastic fucking quote today. Oh, hit me. Oh, fuck another email. It's from Art Center.
1: Oh my God, we said their name to much. Gonna, we're gonna, they're listening. They're they're listening. <laughs> um, hey, we're this, not this cheap. This relates
0: in. We're not cheap. It, it it does relate to what to this whole Art Center thing. Yeah, but it was it was another episode of the long and the short of it with Pete Shepard, mm-hmm. tall guy, Jen Waldman, short lady, um, very intelligent people, um, and Jen was talking about she's in like the whole Broadway acting. Mm-hmm music choreography space in new york and she was talking about when she was uh when she finished school and she's looking for work she had an opportunity to take a class that was taught by uh one of the casting directors for a broadway show that she wanted to do that was coming up and she said that back then i think it was 1992 she referenced in the story that the course was 450 US dollars. So that's probably like six, seven by these days with inflation,
1: Probably, I would think.
0: Yeah. Um, US dollars too. So that's like seven and a half million Canadian, basically.
1: I think that's the exchange, yeah. Sounds about right. It's
0: about, about accurate. Um, and Jen's telling this story where she has this opportunity, it costs 450 US dollars. And she said that she called her dad and it kind of reminds me of what your granddad also says similar similar motif where and she was like she said dad i I have this opportunity but like it costs this much money it's expensive i don't know if i can afford it blah 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 and apparently her dad's response was something along the lines of in 15 or 20 years you don't want to look back on this opportunity and and Regret not spending four hundred and fifty dollars, because over the course of that time, four hundred bucks, four hundred and fifty dollars is negligible. Yeah. Like it, that means it's nothing. It literally means absolutely zero. Mm-hmm. If that can lead into something tremendous, like you don't know.
1: I thought, oh my gosh, yep, yeah.
0: that's the truest thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, I'd piss you off fifteen years down the line and be like, you had this opportunity where someone came to you offering you to like help design a car but they're looking for someone with some sort of experience where they've done this and you're like man if i would have spent 500 bucks 15 years ago to learn this i could have like been way more proficient and had this opportunity yeah and killed it and you look back and you're like 500 bucks man goddamn younger me in the past why couldn't you just spend 500 bucks
0: exactly yeah and i think true. we get hung up on the oh five hundred dollars is so expensive it's like it's a lot of money yeah but you can probably find another way to spend five hundred dollars just as easily that doesn't get you to where you want to be mm-hmm. you know so that's my food for thought, which is like why i paid money for offsite and why i didn't hesitate over spending that money but i'll debate between the five dollar and the six fifty dollar <laughs> Peanut butter at the
1: store. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, you've already you're already seeing the benefits of that decision. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a, a year, not even job a year.
0: It. Yeah, it's been like five months since that finished.
1: Yeah, and you're already seeing the the benefits from it.
0: Mm-hmm. And the benefits have far outweighed the minimal cost that yeah. it was. Offsite cost less than a than one semester of Humber tuition. Yeah. Which is
1: insane. We got a lot more out of it. <laughs> got a lot more out of it. Yep. Met a
0: lot more people through that than I did in four years. I met a lot of people it's in four bad. years of college, but it's a broken system, man. It's a broken system. Yeah, I would like to. Um, I would like
1: to do that. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. that'd be something really cool to do. And if we could both do it at that'd least. Be
0: sweet. That's what I'm and thinking. Yeah, that could go on. And even if Seb wants to do it too. Yeah if we all if we all have the interest in it and we all coordinate it, and I'm going to inquire, like when I send the email, I'm going to inquire and say, if not now, then when do you know of is the next available time? Because yeah. um, I'd be interested in taking it. And I have a few of my friends that are also interested in taking it. Um, and if that is the case, then at least we know when it's coming up. We know how much it costs. And that's at least gives us opportunity to save for it right mm-hmm. put money away for it um so i think it's a good thing
1: i totally agree i think, I think it'd be really cool thing. that would be um yeah i think that'd be cool because we would go into it not from like scratch but we would already be like kind of know the basics
0: mm-hmm. like somewhat versed i would
1: already feel somewhat comfortable sketching a little bit of car it's not like i've never sketched a car before i'm like how do i do it's like I'd, I'd feel somewhat comfortable already. Yeah. So I'd be going back to like just further develop and further kind of master those skills and and mm-hmm. go back to learning that without having to do all these other classes at the same time. It's yeah, as if I got to go back like to like third, you know, uh, first semester, fourth year with Bruce, but only have to do studio. Oh, dude, Not have to worry so about everything so. else. So. Mm. Yeah, man, that'd be that'd be cool.
0: That'd be really cool. I'd love to do that. So I'll I'll keep you posted on that yeah. email, and we'll dive into more of the details of it tomorrow, if yeah, if that presents itself. But um, that sounds good. One of the guys from Offside actually just got a job at Fisker. Do you know Fisker? Yep. yep. Um, just got a job as a UX designer there. Oh, God. So maybe well. once he's done, maybe once he's done two or three months there, we reach out to him and say, see if he wants to come on the show. They're
1: uh, super obscure. Yeah. They made the Fisker Karma a while ago, years ago mm-hmm. now, and it was like a super environmentally friendly i'm doing air quotes when i say that um mm-hmm. car i mean for a car it is pretty eco-friendly or at least the effort is put in but i mean at the end of the day if you're making a product such such a product being a car you're gonna hurt the world no matter what um yeah but it was like it was a it was a hybrid um mm-hmm. where it was like electric motors power the wheel and then there was a gas engine that would help power the electric motors and stuff like that and um like the whole all the interior all the materials using the interior were like vegan so it was like you know vegan leather and like the dash is made mm-hmm. of recycled like newspaper and you know it was all oh, like cool. reclaimed wood if there was wood inside of it, it was all like that and had solar panels on the roof and it wasn't a fast car It was it was years ago before like the electric car technology really got there so it was like before the Tesla's were, you know, crazy fast. So it wasn't fast, but it looked really cool. Like at the design of it's uh, really that's I believe it was like the same the guy who designed that was the same guy who designed like some old BMWs or like that hmm. and like one of the Aston's or something. Like he did a, a few yeah. cool cars where like he knew what he was doing. Um and they have another one out. They had one at the show actually randomly. Oh, no, the weekend, but I can't remember the other they have an, another model but I it was another weird name I think they were like hmm. I don't know if it was like Dutch based or something like that I don't, I don't know if it was like Google but I yeah they're, they are cool though
0: yeah I think the look of them is pretty nice comparatively
1: I kind of always forget that they're around because they just don't really do anything but actually now that I look it up uh, it looks like they're working on an SUV ooh we like suits. Um, yeah. Wow, that's actually a really cool looking SUV. Not bad. That's a nice picture. I like their website.
0: Is it that orange one? Yeah.
1: Hello, we're Fisker. Yeah. Hello though. We make this Let's just sustainability... shout out the new website. Oh, I kinda like this actually. It's like we make this sustainability thing look good. That's a good statement. Mm. I like that. That actually is a good looking SUV. It's a really good looking SUV. Isn't it? Even our lease is high design. See about that. Interesting. Ocean. Is that what the car is called? Plan production 2022.
0: Seems like everything's planned production in 2020.
1: It's all on USD prices. Maybe they're US based now. I don't know. It looks like based in la maybe it's designed by henrik that's the guy henrik fisker oh, oh he designed yeah. so he designed the, the bmw z8 which was from one of the old bond movies yeah that's what he was not yeah yeah Hen- henrik oh, we totally fisker yeah that's the other car it's like a little two-door i don't know i don't know all the cars he does it on the site which ones they make they must right, uh store about us, do they not have a car section the maybe not store, no, I don't know, it's probably just for some Fisker jackets or something, a Fisker water bottle for twenty five bucks, oh, and I was right, some shirts. I just want to know some. like what cars they make <laughs> other than the karma and and this ocean or something it's called. Hmm. um fisker car cars car models Discovery. that's 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 great. what i wanted to google i don't even know if they still make the karma that's the famous one the karma which is a four door actually mm-hmm. it still looks pretty good today i don't think it looks old um but that was a that was a, uh, a hybrid, so I think it looks like they're going full um, EV now. Yeah, they've got, like, a, mm. actually, no, it a four-door, but it looks like a two-door. And then, yeah, the new SUV, which actually is pretty good-looking. Not bad. But to me, Like it has, like, the C-pillar of a Volvo and, like, the front end of, like, a Range Rover. That doesn't and sound And kind bad. of the side shape of a Volvo, too. It looks like you've got an XC40 mm. and threw, like, a, a slightly more futuristic Range Rover front end on it in a good way. I'll take that. I'll take that. 100%. It's a pretty good looking car actually. That's not too. Anyways, bad. that's side bad. tangent, but yes, that would be <laughs> that would be cool. big side tangent. Or cool.
0: Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see. And if uh if you're interested in any any design design stuff, getting something cool designed, you know, like maybe you've you've got a pet badger and you want to start a pet badger walking business and uh, it's called Brady's Badger Banter. Reach out to reach right. out to us. Zach can design you a cool logo. I would, I would love to do that. Badger walking business. And uh, that's the email for that is hi at bigdesigncompany.com or the website is www.bigdesigncompany.com and the podcast email, if you got questions, is hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir.
1: What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore
0: podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, badgers, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The, process. Right.
1: the process. Some creative assembly required.